and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Astros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you on Twitter? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. Well, we were debating on whether to do a show tonight, and then we were like, you know what? Alex Cora said something, so we're going to talk about what Alex Cora had to say about the 2017 Houston Astros, and not just that. What did he say about the 2018 Red Sox? Oh, wait, didn't they get in trouble? No, that was the 2019 Red Sox. Or who? I don't know who got in trouble, but they definitely didn't take any cheating to Boston for sure. That's all we know about. And uh, we do not know about George Springer yet, whether he accepted the qualifying offer. We do not know that yet. Uh, I thought our, our bad math said it was be Tuesday. Maybe it's tomorrow. Who knows? But I think we would have heard more big deals, not just with George Springer, but people across baseball. But we all know the issue. And uh, the Mets have a new owner. Maybe he's going to go over there. We heard rumors about the Blue Jays. There's just so much for us to talk about on this Locked on Astros podcast. And don't forget to check out Locked on Astros podcast on um, Apple, Spotify, Wherever you listen to your podcast, just listen to Locked On Astros podcast. And this episode is brought to you by BuiltBar.com. If you want a great bar that tastes like a candy bar, go get a Built Bar and uh, tell them that Locked On Astros sent you. And let's go and get this show on the road. Anyway, so um, Alex Cora officially got hired today. And uh, I guess he did his press conference today. And he threw some shots at the Astros. He threw some shots at, um, I, I don't know. It's just, it was weird. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway from what Alex Cora had to say today? Uh, a lot of deflection, a lot of, I mean, he literally said, I didn't feel like we needed to do something like that, honestly. Um, when I talked to MLB, it was like, wow, I better not even try to do something like that, talking about um, why he didn't bring it to the Red Sox. Um, You know, he does have the cover of MLB in that they say that he's being punished for what he did in 2017. Um, I still have a hard time believing that some random clubhouse guy with the Red Sox was the sole mastermind and players claim they didn't know about it, but yet he was relaying signs to the players from the dugout. And how do you not know where this guy's getting his signs? Like you really genuinely believe that he's studying game film beforehand. I I just, the bottom line is this, Alex Cora, from what we know, was really the, one of the masterminds behind this whole thing. And then the Red Sox got busted in 2018. Everybody wants to lay blame on the Astros and claim they've been cheating ever since the beginning of time. But Alex Cora gets a pass. Now, not all Red Sox fans. Um, I haven't seen all Red Sox fans come together on this. But the diehards like um, Carabas or whatever I call the guy, Cannabis, Jared Carabas, whatever his name is, he's always like, well, screw you if you don't like it and whatever. And you notice there's people that are just like flying in the face. They don't care. But this is something that Cora said. I don't feel like we needed to do something like that, honestly. 
Um, I know people will not believe me in that sense. Why not? Why not bring? Why not bring it here if it's that effective? I don't know. I just decided in the off season not to bring it here. I mean, he said they had meetings with league officials. They had meetings with the former baseball operations guy, Don Dombrowski. Um, and then with Brian O'Halloran, you know, he had, he had meetings about this. And the Red Sox basically had violated the rules for sign stealing improperly with the electronic watch in 2017. And they were under the watch by the league. Um, it just, I don't know, Eric. I, I, don't, I don't really know who to believe because everybody says they're innocent, you know? Um, whenever you're busted, you're like, yeah, I did it, but I didn't do it here. It's like, am I supposed to believe him now? Cause I mean, obviously from what everybody else says, you can't believe the Astros when they say they didn't cheat because, you know, they've always been cheaters. So why the hell am I going to believe Alex Cora? I'm sorry. I just, I think it's bull crap that he's back in Boston. I'll be real honest. Well, just think about Dave Dabrowski and he was with the Red Sox and I'm sure he heard about the rumors that the Astros are cheating in 2017. And, and maybe he said, hey, um, Alex, um, if you're going to come over here, I need you to I mean, I don't know what really happened over there, but just keep in mind that Rob Manfred is like looking at us like we're a hot chick and they're just trying to trying to catch us in the wrong, trying to catch me riding dirty, trying to catch me riding dirty, that type of thing. And uh, I just I think that the Red Sox just said, look, dude, I don't care what you had going on in Houston, but you need to go ahead and not do that here. And so we'll see what happens. But if you remember correctly, I don't remember the dude's name, but he was the guy that always had the weird uh, team photos, but it was the bullpen uh, coach. And he went with uh, Cora to the Red Sox. And so that, uh, that maybe lent some credibility to uh, people saying that they were using some type of thing with the bullpen and like throwing signs from bullpen or something, or maybe Cora just liked him as a, pitch uh bullpen coach who knows but i there's just yeah it's hard to believe know who to believe and who's getting next job is carlos beltran is he done in baseball is he not gonna want to go back out there but these two guys they got a job and a lot of people are like well um i mean i i was out for 10 months i didn't get paid i I served my suspension. Now I'm ready to lead this great uh, 100 loss team, the Red Sox, uh, to another 100 loss season. And uh, let's go. And, but it just, here's what he had to say. And it just, he said at that point, people were starting to talk about what was going around in the league. And he said it wasn't worth it. The organization was very loud and clear about the whole sign stealing stuff and what happened before the organization and other organizations. I was making it loud and clear. They walked me through it in the meetings in spring training with MLB. When I talked to them, I was like, wow, I better not even try to do something like that here. So you're okay to do it in Houston because people were okay with it. But now the Red Sox are this great manage team and or own team and whatever and you don't want to do it here so that's a little fishy there here's the bottom line it's all conjecture right i mean it's all it's all what you want to believe um the fact of the matter is we don't know the facts the fact of the matter is nobody really knows the facts because of the player anonymity 
um, in 2017. And no matter how many people come out and say Altuve didn't use the sign stealing scandal scheme of banging the trash can, there are people that are going to villainize him, you know, and, and it's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Just hypocrisy in 2020, especially in baseball, you know, where you've got Justin Turner who literally has infected the entire organization of the Dodgers. Apparently they've had some outbreak in LA and he's not, you know, he's not being maligned, but yet Altuve. You're saying that Justin Turner caused the outbreak in LA? No, with the LA Dodgers, dude. Oh, okay. No, with the LA, yeah, with the LA Dodgers organization. They don't care. Justin Turner. They no, care. I they know. don't care. They won a World Series. I, but they that's, don't care. Hey, Eric, I'm exposing They're going to pay him. any fine he has to pay. They'll do, they'll take care of him. He's not, dude, did you not see the report? He's not going to get fined. But I'm telling you, what the whole, the whole point of me bringing this up is people have their villains and they're going to choose them whether they're really villains or not. They're not going to believe truth. They're going to believe their truth or their version of the truth. And um, the whole Carlos Beltran thing, I think he needs to get his niece under wraps and off of Twitter before he comes back to baseball. Right, John Boy? Uh, is that Trevor Bauer? Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm just we'll have to see about that. But uh, after the break, we're going to go and talk a little bit about Trevor Bauer and uh, uh, who thinks that Dusty Baker should have got a lot more than just one third place votes for the manager of the year in the American League. And we'll talk about that after we go ahead and eat a great built bar. I mean, I kind of had a light salad for lunch, dinner, and I'm kind of hungry. So what what could I have as a snack? You can have a built bar. (laughs) you're like oh built bar what can i have as a snack um these transitions sometimes in the commercials are quite comical um built bar is let's see it's not just a protein bar but it's wrapped in 100 chocolate it is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar it is the best tasting bar out there um i had my strawberry one today right before i went and worked out the wife is getting me back in the gym. Thank God I've got someone pushing me because I wouldn't be pushing myself into the gym. And that built bar got me through that workout. It was a brutal 30 minute high intensity training workout. And if I didn't have the built bar, I wouldn't have made it through. I would have made it alive. And so this the great thing about the built bar is it's got like 17 grams of protein. It's got, it's very low carbs, very low sugar. And it doesn't have a ton of calories. Most of the bars are, they're all under 200 calories. Most of them around 150, 130 calories. My favorite is strawberry. So what you need to do is you need to go to builtbar.com and type in the code locked on to get 20% off your next order. It's a pretty big savings. If you go to builtbar.com and use a locked on, it is the best tasting bar on the market. I know that a lot of people out there are getting a little bit tired of this Astro scandal and it doesn't appear to be going away anytime soon. I know that certain people in uh, media, they won't let it go. Like I saw the same guy I talked about yesterday, Jesse Spector. Uh, he was, I uh, made another quote about, well, um, about Jeff Luno's lawsuit and said, well, you better just put it in a, a trash can and beat it or something. And yes. it just, it's going to keep on going forever and ever. And speaking of Jeff Luno real quick, uh, I saw then Jake Kaplan's article that 
Luno's not even sure this is going to go to court. They, they think it may go to arbitration. And so uh, he's not sure what's going to happen, what the Astros are going to decide to do. Are they going to agree to settle it and with the arbitrator? Or are they going to actually go to court or something like that? If it does go to court, that's going to get very interesting. Uh, it's going to get there's we may hear a whole lot of details that we don't even know about. Well, that's the thing. I, I really don't think this goes to court. I think it's an arbitration thing. I think if the Astros offer enough money to Luno, basically hush money is what I would call it. I really think that this gets settled outside of court. Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros, don't want this going to court because they don't want anything coming out that's going to malign or further damage their standing. Whether I mean, Rob Manford famous already mud. I mean, there's there's not much that guy could do to make his to make his name any worse. I mean, things that are happening under his watch are just absolutely insane. Like how this guy stays as commissioner for much longer, I don't even know, dude. Um, he makes he makes oh what's his name Roger Goodell look like a freaking genius when it comes to um, commissioners. But you know what? I know people are tired of talking about it, but this is just one more thing that people, people want the salacious headlines. Um, if I'm the Astros, why do I want to take this to court? Tell Luna, I'll right. say, look, we're going to, we're going to throw a figure at you. If you agree to it, we'll settle out of court. We'll pay you. I mean, let's just say they give them 40% of his 22 million, you know, hell I would take it. I mean, you know, you would take about 10, 11 million, you get like right at about 10 million. He looked like he had I'm a pretty nice that. house, so he's got to afford that house. He's got to put food on a plate on his well, plate. And I know, plate I know, just and... like I know, just like when the NBA players are talking about how they had to feed their families when they were on strike, and I'm like, wait, you're making like how many millions of dollars a year? You can't feed your family. I'm just amazed yeah. how much he was getting paid. I mean, that's crazy. I didn't think GMs got paid that much, but who knows. Uh, so one of the people who is over it is Trevor Bauer. And this is somebody who's made a uh, he's gone to war with the Astros for many years now. Alex Bregman, uh, who else scared Cole when he was here. And uh, there's just, I think it was also uh, Carlos Gray, but I could be wrong there. But uh, he was asked on an interview about the Astros and he said, well, are you going to continue trolling the Astros? all uh, next year or two and everything. And he said, uh, and this was the question that they asked, what gives you the greater satisfaction trolling MLB commissioner, Rob Manfred or the Houston Astros. And this is what Trevor Bauer had to say. That's tough. It's kind of a toss up. I think they're one in the same. A lot of times the season's over. So I do think it's time to let bygones be bygones. They had their Astros shaming tour. It's time to move on. I think it's better for baseball for everyone involved if that's put on the back burner and focus on what's shaping the game moving forward because we've got a lot of issues that we have to solve. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Ba it sounds like Bauer's uh, trying to make a little backdoor play to, uh, to maybe be a consideration for putting on an Astros jersey. You know, I don't know. I mean, this whole article from the complex that I'm reading from Adam Caparel um, basically says he's calling a truce. Yeah, uh, that's where I just. Got I mean, from. yeah, I mean that's yeah. I figured that was because I was I was kind of reading it along as you were as you were sharing that quote. But man, that you know I don't know, Eric. I, I just 
I want to say no to Bauer just because I think he'll want too much, to be honest with you. Um, I think with where the Astros want to be, let's do this. Let's get, let's get Brantley signed first. Um, let's get a relief pitcher signed. And then if Bauer's hanging out there and no one's making any offers, which I would be hard to believe that no one would make him an offer. He could be um, winning Cy Young. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to offer him a big chunk of change. Right. Well, no, I mean, you know, he's going to, he's going to be on a contender um, one way or another. Um, he's kind of trolling the, the uh, New York people now. He, he kind of said, and it was funny. I was reading someone's comments on it. He basically said, Oh, he goes, he goes, I wouldn't fit there. He goes, I'm kind of a low key guy. I, I don't, I don't know if I would really be able to put up with that New York media. Um, I'm kind of a subtle person or something like that. It, like, and like people were reacting to it, like he was being completely serious. I, this guy just comes across as someone that's that's I think hard to read. He's he's highly intelligent, and and in a lot of ways, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, but in other ways, he just he just I don't know, Eric. He just comes across as a guy that just doesn't seem like someone who contributes too much positive stuff to the clubhouse. But then again, I've never been a major league player. And I've never been part of Major League Clubhouse, so I don't know all the ins and the outs of that, quote-unquote, you know. Yeah, and I, I don't think that Trevor Bauer will be coming this year. I don't think the Astros really need mm-hmm. a starter this year. But remember, he said he's going to be looking for one-year deals from the rest of his contract. And so maybe he'll do um, a tour of every clubhouse and join every team <laughs> and just go ahead. Did and- you see? Did you see the lids advertised? So he's, like, got some promo with lids now. And he's like holding his hands out and he's got his nine favorite hats in the major leagues. And he's Astros? got two hats on top of his head. And one of them's on top of his head is, is the Astros hat. Yeah. And I'm like, this, I'm like, this guy's that, he's, he's trolling. <laughs> he is. trolling. He is. He's, but he's I, the, I think he secretly the, wants to come home. He wants to come home. And you saw him yeah. that uh, uh, this off season, he took a picture and said, I'm home in front of Minimum Park. So <laughs> he wants yeah, so, to come uh, here. It's like uh, when you're in uh, elementary and you like this girl, but you don't know how to say it. So you just start throwing stuff at her and just like, uh, well, that's what <laughs> I've never did that. But <laughs> uh, so, no, yeah, but it's just yeah, kind of like uh, just throwing um, little stuff just because you don't know how to say, hey, um, I love you and I want you to uh, I want you to marry me. That's what Trevor Bauer is saying to the Astros. So. So here's the deal. Um, I my first girlfriend was like fourth grade, and um, she is probably gonna kill me if she hears her name on this podcast. But her but her name was Karen Butterworth. Okay, <laughs> and and um, I remember when I when I asked her to like quote unquote go with me, I was like, "Do you love me or do you love Danny? If you love me, circle yes." And she was like, "Karen plus Brett equals love forever." And she was my girlfriend. But once she became my girlfriend, she would we'd be out on the playground and she would run up and she would like hit me upside the back of the head and run off. Or I would be walking to PE and she would trip me and run off and laugh. And like her way of like flirting with me was like she used to like beat me up. And um, but she was our because like growing up in our league, we had we had like team queens, kind of like a homecoming queen in uh, Crosby, Texas. She was our team queen. Um, she gave me a necklace in fourth grade that was gold well i thought it was gold because in two weeks no well no it was just a gold chain and i was like i wore that thing proud my neck turned green in like a week (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah so you know 
it's kind of like that. Um, Trevor Bauer is kind of like, um, like my first girlfriend. Like you think, you think he's like really fond of being a part of the Astros team, but then he slaps you upside the head and, or he runs off and, um, it's kind of one of those love hate relationships, but anyways, oh my God, I wonder if she'll ever listen to this. It'll be kind of funny if I just like send her like, oh, Hey, you should check out the podcast I'm on. <laughs> Let her and her husband listen to this. I remember in, I think I was in high school or something, but I briefly dated somebody whose name was Libby Flake. And I just remember that name, just Libby Flake. And like, that's just a, and that's just a, was she a flake. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Maybe yeah, I, I shouldn't don't say that. I don't remember. That was 20 <laughs> years ago. But I, for all the people I've dated over years, I that name just kind of resonates just because I'm like, Libby Flake, that's an interesting name. But anyway, uh, so speaking of the Astros clubhouse and everything, you were kind of mentioning clubhouse. and But uh, Peter Gammons, I know that he's a closet Astros fan or maybe not so closet. Peter? Oh. Huh? I said hater. No, a fan. Oh, no, oh, he fan. Oh, I think okay. he admires what the Astros did before trash can bainings, but this is what oh, he okay. had to say about Dusty Baker. This is no reflection on any other manager, but what Dusty Baker did to keep the Astros player attention, players attention and miss booze, trash can bainings and pitching injuries was a steady, a study in managing issues and people. Okay. Oh yeah, I saw that. No, that's that's basically, I guess that's high praise coming from Peter Gammons, you know. Yeah, uh, I butchered that, but it's just sometimes it's hard to read his stuff. Just go like John Heyman, it's the same way. <laughs> John Heyman. But here's the deal. Read his unedited. I know he's got somebody that edits his stuff now, but John Heyman before you could barely, it's <laughs> you could barely read it. Well, I have an editor. His name's Eric, and um, he like sends me a message, dude. You need to guaranteed after I tweet, guaranteed. Yeah, I have my Forrest Gump, guaranteed. Anyways, <laughs> so like one of the first things that pops up though is this guy. Um, he goes by Doe Jonahue. I think it's probably John. Doe. Anyways, he says, um, first spring training, they specifically didn't have attention. They were under five hundred in the regular season. They face zero adversity. Can't wait till this year with the fans in the stands. And then Alex Cora with AAA um, Astros bang. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Bang URGF. I'll let you figure that out. Zero adversity, bro. You Do you even effing know who plays on the team? Verlander injured. Won't play next year either. Osuna injured. Jordan injured. Three players didn't have a season. You were blanking dumb. So, like, this, like, tweet from Peter Gammons got people going. Um, you know, no fans, 60 games. The asterisks missed out big time. And it's like people can't get past this for a second to give Dusty Baker praise or allow Peter Gammons to say something positive about the Astros manager, because honestly, back, we went back and forth, Eric. I mean, I, I liked the hire. I didn't like the hire. I thought Dusty Baker was good. I thought he made bad moves. He made great moves. He had confidence in drink. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a ping pong. It was, it was a tough season emotionally as, as an observer, as a fan of the team, as an analyst, when you look at it, like Peter Gammons did, he did a great job. You know, he probably should have gotten more votes, um, but he didn't. And Eric, I think if they weren't under 500, 
I think he gets more votes. I think he's in the top two because there's no way you, if they win the division, if they go into the playoffs, they're like one game away from the world series. There's no way he's outside of the top three, in my opinion. You couldn't see me because your video is not working, but I was definitely nodding my head. No, because I don't think it's, I don't think uh, they, they would have voted for any Astros this year. Uh, I mean, I know that one person, but, but it's Baker, though. It's not the Astros. It's Baker. Well, I mean, how can, what I'm saying is, is how can you discredit what he did? If I'm saying if the Astros are above 500, if they won the division, all those things, you can't deny him as one of the top three managers for that award with right. what they did. I mean, yeah. So that's just what I'm saying. So you know what? We'll just have to agree to disagree, sir. <laughs> All right. So we'll probably have to close out the show with the idea that um, we would probably not know about George Springer until maybe tomorrow. Uh, we all know the case. And the uh, guy who made the stupidest decision in the World Series was the manager of the year. Uh, congratulations, Kevin Cash in the AL. And um, I'm pretty sure... Uh, Blake Snell would like to have a few words with you um, maybe <laughs> 10 years from now. Um, so I, well, I just... Snell, Snell said he Snell said he backs his guy. Um, but hey, we need to make sure our guests know what's our our listeners know about our next two guests. Do you want to share or do you want me to? Go ahead. Um, all right. We got John Bruton, the famous Jordan Alvarez um, whisperer. He saw him. He was wearing his jersey in the park with his family, and he had an encounter with Jordan Alvarez, and he tweeted it out, and it blew up. So we're like, we get this guy on. He's a loyal listener. He loves our stuff. He interacts with us. Um, and so John Bruton will be on tomorrow night. Um, and we want to say to everybody today, um, if you're listening on Wednesday, um, November 11th, happy Veterans Day to all those who have served um, and that are either abroad or they're back home we thank you thank you for your service um we couldn't have the freedoms and we couldn't do what we do without you and then thursday we have columbus trey the intro man himself the hollywood voice actor who's got both houston and la ties but he runs a tight ship there in la hold it down for the astros he'll be on with us on thursday night so that's all we got for this edition of the Locked On Astros podcast. Make sure you go check out uh, Gabrielle over at the Locked On, uh, uh, sorry, Locked On Red Sox podcast to see what she had to say about what Alex Score had to say today. And uh, we'll go check out all the other guys because, you know, everybody's talking about Alex Score and whether he deserves to uh, get another shot. And a lot of people are talking about what uh, Tony LaRusso did and, if it was another manager, would he have been given that second chance after a second UI? There's so much going on. And go listen to all the Locked on MLB podcasts, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.